take a deep breath, a little deeper, and settle in with your host, Spa and Wellness Director Genesee, starting right now on the Wellness Hour on Karma Radio. Welcome to your Wellness Hour brought to you by Inn and Spa Walden. Here's your 30-second rundown on how the Wellness Hour works. Like any good story, we have a beginning, middle, and end. The beginning of the show will review what has been, meaning we will take an exciting, deeper look at some of our lecture topics that ran the previous week at Walden. The middle will include what is happening now. Here we will tap into the energy of the present moment and see collectively what is surrounding all of us at this time. The end will give a sneak peek into what's to come, who's up next week, and what wellness activities are available for you to enjoy in the weeks to come. So let's twist time and start this hour in the past. Here we go. Welcome, everybody, to the Wellness Hour. So excited to have you here again today with us. Um, So as stated, we're going to twist time and go into the past. But if you can, just bear with me because my intention for the show today is to stay in the present moment. It's... um, Last week, we there was just so much. It was it was the first episode, and there was so much going on um, that I wanted to hit everything and um, and missed the present moment. And I felt afterwards that that was at a disservice to not only uh, myself and what I hope to bring to you live each Friday, um, but also. Um, uh, to everybody, um, the collective also listening. Um, so let's jump right in and I'm going to start in this present moment, um, with something that right before I, I jumped onto the show, um, I saw a number and the number is 66 and, um, 66 as a number, it's a master number. And so, um, in my world, in my reality, I live, um, I, except for last week, I try to live extremely present day in and day out. And I, I'm, I look and listen for codes all around me. And this can come through in a song that gets stuck in my head and plays on repeat. And I will, um, I will stop as soon as I realize that songs can, I'm continuing to sing that same verse or lyric in my head over and over and I'll pause to see what the meaning or emotion or energy connected to that is and what the symbolic imagery or meaning of that kind of guides me through and towards during my day. And then, um, also numbers are a huge thing. Animals, numbers, people who come in, colors, all of these things I have, um, in my life and um, as these things present themselves in um, in strong ways during my day I stop and I take a break to um, really allow that message to come through fully so right before we went live today um, the code that came up it's a master number and so zero through nine are the numerology numbers and then there are master numbers which are 11 22 33 all the way up to 99 and um, and so just to state that 2018 we're in a master number year of 11 and so people who are um, are kind of living the code of numerology would 
would guide you into the master number 11 being a portal, a gateway year. And you can see how much is shifting, uprooting, how much is changing the divine feminine energy coming in. We had the National Women's Day, uh, was it yesterday or two days ago? So um, everything is just flowing. The gateways are open and so much is possible and potential this year um, for us. And so as I sat down today, 66 came up and 66 as a master number brings universal joy, um, the I am presence, which I am that I am. If you can just sit on that for five minutes quietly and run those words through your head sometime today, I am that I am. Oh my gosh, the amount of energy, focus, integration that comes with just saying that phrase, I am that I am. And also the rabbit hole that you could spiral down when trying to think exactly what it is and how it's pertaining to you. Um, But 66, bringing in, ushering in universal joy, the I am presence. But it's also about um, birthing and and, um, being able to take wisdom, energy, information, um, and taking it through your vessel, which would be you, your human consciousness, your soul experience in this time space, and then being able to um, teach that to others. And when I say and use the word teach, um, you can teach by just living your own authentic expression during the day, and other people will see that vibrate with that and then be able to take that into their own reality Um, or you can actually teach this as in preaching it to others Um, but 66 such a powerful number to come in uh, right before this uh, beautiful wellness show so wanted to just bring that in since the whole intention today is to find that present moment experience And so now jumping in, spiraling to the past. So um, a good connection here. Last week at Walden, we had um, Dr. Paul Bizjack, who runs Optimal Spine and Wellness here in our beautiful state of Ohio in Twinsburg. Um, And he is uh, one of the most engaging, um, educated, passionate doctors that I've come across um, in in my 12 years here in Ohio. And he is just a phenomenal um, speaker and presenter, um, but also his patient care and client care. He still sees clients in his chiropractic practice. Um, But he's truly moved by this mind, body, spirit, consciousness, um, and and wants to bring his uh, discoveries of living optimal lifestyle to everybody that he can come in contact with. And so... um, during his presentation, um, one of the slides that came up was about a tribe, and I'm sorry, I'm not going to have the exact details, but the tribe um, was uh, d- uh, researched. Um, I don't know how they did the research, if they researched multiple tribes or multiple cultures around the world, and they found that this tribe was the happiest um tribe or uh, people population in our entire world um, at this moment in time. And um, and one of the interesting facts that he pointed out in the presentation was this tribe did not have any context or word for past or future, which I think is just so interesting, trying to intentionally stay here in this present moment today. So, um, and 
saying that too, halfway through, I, I video all of these recordings for those who can't tune in live, and we stream them later on our YouTube channel, um, Wellness Walden. And so uh, halfway through, since I'm the only one uh, hosting this show, I'm going to jump across the table and try and hit um, hit the power key on my, on my video camcorder. So bear with me if you hear fuzzing and mics rocking around. Um, so going back to the um, talk from Dr. Bizjack, there, uh, the lecture topic was about back to basics, and you'll be able to find this video if you want to dive deeper into um, him as a presenter and, and how he truly conveys each of these points. But here on the Wellness Hour, it's my goal to just review some of these things in a quick way and an inspiring way so that you can hear, feel, sense, know, and integrate this into your authentic awareness, not only today, but moving forward. And so he did a back to basics talk um, and really, again, about optimal living. And and, um, so many people, again, since we're first quarter, the start of this year, this gateway 11 year, um, you know, right in January, everybody kind of takes this leap and wants to recenter themselves, find that authenticity. Um, if it's losing weight or or getting their mental state clear, finding a new passion or you know something that's really connected, um, people tend to jump right into that into the into the one, um, the January, the one month, which one in numerology is all about new beginnings, and so it all makes sense. Um, and so so he really was uh, bringing this lecture to us and giving us this back to basics approach on you know when we when we take a look at our lives and want to make all these changes sometimes what we want to do for ourselves just gets so big and so um, cumbersome that we can't truly focus on just taking those small steps each day because we want to lose 30 pounds and and we fluctuate you know um who is it weight watchers or whoever does it you know they don't have you weigh in every day they tell you not to get on the scale every day because uh there's so many fluctuations that we're going through it's the big picture and so he was really trying to get us back to basics and really focusing on what can help us um daily small things that we can do daily um i'm going to turn this down for a minute it's a little loud in my ear i'm sure it's loud for you too and competing there we go so um basically he gave us eight eight points um and this is how he structured the talk so i'm just going to get run down through those eight points and hopefully um clue you into maybe what you're doing and validate what you're doing or maybe give you some interesting things that you're not doing um, and and help you there. So number one, um, and he, he speaks, I go log on and just watch a little bit. He's just such a great speaker. So doing things that are always good. That was his first point, doing things that are always good. And for him, this was so easy. So always good. What's always good? So broccoli over French fries. <laughs> As easy as that. We know intuitively, we know what is good for us. Walking and taking the stairs instead of riding the elevator. So in life, our mental field is constantly flooded with options. Every single human being listening, you know, you are always 
contemplating, do I turn left today or do I turn right? Do I take this route or I do, do I go this way and see the same stuff? And so anytime that mental flag comes up and gives you the option um, at the restaurant and we're ordering for your side, do you want apples or do you want french fries? Anybody who's driven through McDonald's for their children knows that one. So do things that are always good, easy, basic, step into wellness. Number two, ease into change. Again, this was his whole, um, what happens on January 2nd, right? The second day of the new year, everybody swears their, um, their, or, you know, confirms and promises to themselves and makes the lists of what they're going to do and change for the new year. And so here, um, he says, ease into this change. Yes. Make the list, the wish list with, you know, the 15 things you want to incorporate or do or see and make a difference in your own life, but take it slow and, you know, don't go to the gym and him being a chiropractor. He said, I see this right around the first week of the, of the new year. He said, people go and get that amazing gym membership, go in and start curling weights that are way too heavy for themselves and they haven't been curling weights for the whole past year and decide to start in the new year and then they tear their ligaments and they're coming in strained. So take a walk, you know, do a five minute walk. Don't run cardio for 30 minutes because that's going to, that's just going to kill the entire plan up front. So, uh, one, doing things that are always good Two, ease into change three. Trust the body's innate ability to heal itself. And so this was all about preventative. Um, So if we wait till we get the sickness and go into the doctors, of course, we're going to get prescribed medicine. And medicine is just uh, helping with the um, symptoms and symptom relief. So um, if we can trust that the body innately has this amazing ability to heal itself, if we're preventatively taking care of it by easing into these changes and doing things and making choices that are good, um, that it'll help us along our wellness path. So four, his point number four, no big breakthroughs are coming. (laughs) He he used the... um, the example of, you know, the magic pill that everybody's waiting for. And, and there's so many examples that he gave and I'm not going to go into it, but everybody knows this. We all, uh, I think at some point in our lives are, uh, or have, um, really tried to find that supplement or that, uh, diet pill or that one stop shop for, um, you know, fixing whatever it is that we were too lazy to take care of. Um, but he says, no big is coming here. It's all about prevention and doing the small things day in and day out, the healthy choices. This is all easy stuff. Back to basics. Five, don't wait for your doctor's approval. And, and he's doing actually a really big talk, um, uh, that I think it's in May and um, about doctors. Um, he has some amazing personal stories about um, some health issues in in his family and what led him to um, researching and figuring out why doctors just aren't getting it right. And um, one of his big things is that doctors are trained in crisis. Doctors are trained to um, treat the symptoms. And so if you are waiting for a symptom to arise and then going into the doctor, a doctor is merely going to treat the symptom. They're trained in crisis management, right? And so um, you're, you're, um, and there are, and he made this very clear that there are amazing um, primary 
primary care physicians that do take an approach to um, the whole person and really get to know you and everything that's going on with you. But he said, again, how, how long is the consultation in the office visit? And how often do you see these doctors, right? And you're usually going in because of a symptom and they're just asking questions about the symptom. And and again, this isn't this isn't um, for everybody. This you know this is definitely a generalization. But um, in in the grand scale of things, your doctors are trained in crisis management to treat what's happening now, not to um, do anything preventative. So um, he said, don't wait for your doctor's approval. And um, and this was specifically towards wellness and prevention. So if um, if it's a you know a yoga class and and you try and talk to your doctor, hey, well yoga help me with this they're not trained on mind body wellness and the whole and the whole person approach and so um, they're gonna treat you know the the lower back sciatic pain with some kind of uh, muscle relief instead of instead of doing the yoga because yoga will stretch the muscles and and relieve the pinch nerve in the sciatic area so um so this is kind of point five and and he's going to be doing a really big talk that i'll go and make sure to take some great notes on for everybody so number six become your own wellness expert and he used a really cute um comparison here he said you know the neighbor on the left of you um might have an autistic child and because of that they researched endlessly they read every book they could get um on autism and they did all the research on food and um and sugar and flu pills and or flu pills flu shots and all these things that are out there about uh you know the potential of um, causing or um, or continuing um, you know different uh, um, functionality with autism and so um, he said if you have a neighbor to the left of you who who has lived this and has studied it he said they might be an expert um, as opposed to somebody the neighbor on the right who just kind of reads the top article on Huffington Post and thinks they know everything about everything so um, you know and he said if you read five books on any one topic you're probably an expert no more than the mass amount of people out there so trust in that and and if there's something you're really curious about dive in and become an expert in that area it can only serve you and the people around you that much more um so number seven keep it real (laughs) this is easy real food real movements real relationships so this is physical, emotional, mental, spiritual here. So keep it real. He said an apple is real. Yes, an apple is real. Go into your pantry and look at the back of anything that is processed and that is not real. Keep it real. If you can keep, you know, expression and emotions real um, in life, it's going to help. Um, it's going to help to um, give you the perspective to see clearly what's actually happening in your reality, what you're co-creating in this in this time and in this space. And if you're eating real things, it's going to keep your body real, and you're going to get sensitivities when you start eating things. Um, you know, if you're eating real food, and then and then for you know for a week, and then you slip up, and you go have um, you know a, a large 
Coke and, um, and some sugary foods, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel how that shifts your entire physical makeup. So trust it, keep it real. And then he went over some to do's. Um, and, and I'm not going to, um, suggest or recommend these. I'm definitely not a doctor. This is just kind of some notes, um, off of what he said, so go on to the um, onto the YouTube channel, and you can watch that, or your Walden, you can find the videos there too under Doctor Biz Jack's um, page. And so um, he talked about some supplements and some things that we just aren't getting anymore because um, because our food or whatever the and I'm not going to talk about them in detail, but whatever um, whatever it is, location where you are, you just don't have access to it. Um, um, or it's not coming through anymore in the quantities or the, um, let's see, the strengths um, that we actually need. And so he just had a few tips there. So, okay, great. I'm going to go right into the present moment. So I'm going to have to give a little bit of background here because we did not do this last week. And so every week I'll give some background to this um, and and take it deeper and deeper. But um, for the present moment, so where do you even begin? We are a collective. We're a collective of what we'll just call human beings, right? And so um, there's so much interesting study out there. And Einstein Einstein started this um, with his theories on spooky atoms and um, and a collective uh, conscious, Carl Jung, the collective unconscious, um, documented um, all his studies and theories on that. And um, and now today, in today's day and age, we actually have proof of this uh, collective um, connection between all things, and and it's they're called the spooky atoms or quantum entanglement, if you want to get fancy. And um, and I'm not going to remember who what university was doing this, but if you're really that interested. You can Google search the um, laser cat and spooky atoms. Um, the the study will come right up. But um, basically, what what this whole <laughs> what the whole collective is, um, and what this university has actually created now a test uh, or a, um, experiment to prove, start to prove Einstein's theories, um, is that when you um, affect an atom um, anywhere and um, the same atom somewhere else will be affected. And so um, it's stuff that any spiritual seeker will tell you is uh, is clear and true and authentic to them. But it's really interesting that science is starting to catch up and able to now quantify um, some of these more metaphysical concepts. So um, for here today in this moment in time, um, one of the gifts that I bring um, with me here in this lifetime is uh, is the ability to read um, the collective and um, to really dive into what's happening in this moment in time. And I do that through um, tapping into an emotional field and a mental field and kind of bringing some 
what you could call spiritual clarity to this. Um, for more advanced uh, spiritual seekers, this is tapping into the Akashic timeline, um, which Akashic records are kind of a, a storage bank of where all collective um, energies are stored. So you can tap in just like a library. You can go check out and check in books um, with history, details, dates, descriptions, anything like that. So, But this is for more of the um, bigger picture here. So what I would encourage you to do, because I'm going to do a quick read here of the present moment collectively for all beautiful souls that are listening at this moment in time. So what I would engage uh, or engage, what I would ask you to do to engage in this moment um, would be to set an intention. If there's something that's been filling your mental arena for the past few days, if there's a question that's been burning on your mind, if there's something that you've been looking for more clarity on, if there's something you haven't had the greatest perspective over um, recently, I would say bring it to the top of your uh, mental center right now. Think about that. Get in touch with it. Start to feel some of the emotions that you're carrying with it. Um, And so right now, as if we were sitting just you and I one-on-one and you were able to ask me a question, I say just bring that question to the forefront of your mind. So again, you can get present with it. And then we're going to start to read the energy around it. And how this works for everybody all at once is because we are a collective and um, and the collective energy presents itself in ways. Um, so these are almost like archetypal archetypal energies that can come through for all of us and because of our life experience um, how I will express these archetypal energies will be able to resonate with you in a specific way that you can relate that and begin to get more perspective um, in your current situation so here we go and oh gosh we're gonna have to be really present because I've got five minute countdown on um, on my video camera so here we go Uh, so you If I were to tell you what's going on with you right now in this time, this space, asking this question. So this is all about, um, it's all about self-expression aligning to your highest potential. So this is all about how you walk your walk and talk your talk, right? So what they're saying here, um, that there's something a bit out of balance between what you think you want, right? So if we were to say, what what's your purpose, right? If you had to tell me what's your purpose in life and identify something or what's the purpose of this moment, what's the purpose of this question, whatever that high energy is, why you ask this question, right? The purpose of this um, in, in connection to um, the the way that you are actually going about living your life. So now we're talking 3D in this in this reality, how you are um, walking the walk and talking the talk. So um, you're being asked to have tolerance. Tolerance is a great way, um, uh, like uh, patience. It's You're being asked right now to, um, things are aligning is basically what it's saying. We're talking about a really high vibration in your purpose, that, that which you're seeking or that which you're you're trying to achieve and and then that in which you're actually living your life there's a bit of a disconnect right now and so what this means is time it's taking time right now for those two energies if we talk frequency think of a radio when you want to turn to that your favorite station and you have to 
old radios scroll down and you'd get the static in between and then you'd find your station and it was loud and clear. And now you want to go all the way up. You know, you were down in the 90s. Now you want to go up to the hundreds and find that other favorite station because there's a commercial. So you're tuning up to that higher station and have to go through all that jumble and frequency. And then you finally get that higher station. So this is what's happening right now in your field is there's two different frequencies. There's the frequency of actually how you're living your life and what you're doing, how you are walking the walk and talking the talk, how you are living this expression of your physical reality and how you are um, uh, tapped into that which is coming into your field. So the purpose, the reason why you asked the question, the thing you're striving for, whatever that energy was. So these two things right now are really trying to come into balance. And so it's asking you to have tolerance. Tolerance to me is like a deep respect, a this patience, but patience and having almost like... Um, it's a pulled back and and knowing that it's going to happen um but allowing these things to uh, so it's allowing the energy around you to move how it needs to move so this is you know walking your walk talking to your talk so if something authentic comes up through you that you would want to speak something something triggers you and you feel an emotion and you want to speak a certain way but you hold back because of uh, how that might affect the people around you so you don't speak completely what you were wanting to speak in that moment in that present moment so this is about having tolerance that things are going to get come up things are going to get triggered so that you can align more fully to this purpose whatever this question is you asked um, and so you, you have to have a respect for the process here that's going on and getting you in alignment so everything right now is about getting in alignment so um, I'm going to flip the next card and jump up and, and push. Oh, so here we go. So what's blocking you? So give just a moment. So what is blocking you? Um, so this is heavy. So I'm and back to the 66. So one of the things in 66 is, um, is about people aligning to this high, high, high energy and purpose right now and, and uniting with um, a higher version of themselves. And so, so whatever the question you asked is, I'm sure has um, kind of a big leap into where you're headed to be, be more authentically connected to um, you, your true self, that who you hope to be in this life, right? And so what's blocking you is, um, and we call this a shadow side of one of our chakras, and this is going to be the shadow side of the solar plexus chakra. So this is saying that there's fear in being your authentic self. So if we go back to this tolerance, right? So the energy of the question you ask, whatever it is that you're hoping for, wanting um, this alignment that's trying to come into your field right now, there is a component of this that needs you in your human timeline, in this human place, um, how you're living each day, clocking in, clocking out of each day you're living. Um, there's a part of you that it's being called to be more authentic, that's being called to step into um, the fullness of who you are. So again, I'm going to use an example of um, like a husband and a wife, right? So if husband is um, is acting a certain way, and I'm going to use wife as the person who's being read here, and and he's acting a certain way and, and engaged in his own in his own 
field and and something he does triggers you throughout the day and wife gets triggered and she swallows the words instead of speaking her authentic self right instead of saying hey husband um whatever you did xyz affected me this way and claiming it owning it being in the emotion right when we close down and we step back when we swallow things and this is throat chakra stuff when we swallow our words when we when we choose to act a different way around other people when we are reactive to our field outside of us instead of being really in our space and creating our reality when we do that and we disconnect in that way we basically shut this window to the possibility of this timeline aligning to us in the highest vibration that it can, right? So um, you can shut the window and this this thing, the goal might come in still for you. But if that goal comes in for you, it's going to be aligning to a lower vibration because you weren't your, your complete authenticity to have those two things meeting. So we want every one of these windows of our emotional field and our mental field to be open. So we're living the highest expression of ourselves. And so what this is saying is there's some aspect of shame. Um, You're scared that you're going to get called out for claiming your own authenticity, for being yourself, for speaking your mind, for doing things a certain way, um, for living in an authentic way, this human part of it, right? This, um, your daily routine, there's something in there that's really trying to align to this higher energy that's coming in. And yet, um, there's this fear that there'll be shame or, um, that if you are, if you speak up, if you claim it, if you act a different way, if you dress a different way, if you do things differently than how everybody outside of you right now typically expects you to act, that, um, that there'll be shame and, and, you know, humans, one of the hardest things, um, humans go through is feeling that shame, right? Um, as we're, as we're growing up children, so start to develop, develop and step into this energy of solar plexus chakra between, um, two and like three, four, four years old. Think think about how every adult who has a parent claims the terrible twos. And then my husband and I said, yeah, terrible twos. And then went to the crazy threes. Like when these children are trying to claim and start an identity process and all we do is shame them. No, you can't do that. No, you're too loud. No, you can't climb up there. That's wrong. That's wrong. Right? So we constantly are shaming these kids as they're developing their own unique individuality in this fit in this life and so we carry that you know it's it's hard to think that anything um as a child and i should get dr roy my husband who could speak so perfectly about this with his psychology training um but uh i'm sure he's yelling at me through the radio right now a word that's this complex um something about uh uh, I'm sure Freud would probably have some label for this, the child and then that developing into the human or the adult um, in us. But shame is such a hard thing to um, deal with. And so over the over time, we learn to protect ourselves from feeling shame. And shame is a protection, or when we protect ourselves from feeling shame, it's truly just a mechanism, a mechanism to hide our authentic self because we've been told throughout time and space growing up, coming into this uh, person that we are today, that certain things are not acceptable by the people outside of us. And when it's not accepted, when our authenticity is not accepted, we feel shame. And so we hide certain things. And so that's what this is coming through saying. 
So um, watch out because that's a block. That's a block for these two timelines, these two things coming together very clearly for you. And so let's see, where are we going to go? I want to, um, so I want to see what's supporting you. So the foundation here, so this is all about, um, it's, so the word would be maturing. So foundation is really important. It's what we're growing from. So this is kind of the stable base that's coming in. And it's all about, again, solar plexus meeting this heart center. And it's basically telling you that um, if you can stay in that, if you can keep the, it's like the good fight, right? So the willpower, the energy, the drive to um, really expand yourself and be vulnerable to this collective community surrounding you. Um, if you can mature, if you can step up into what's being called of you right now, they, basically what it's saying is your foundation is all about right now being more of your authentic self. But what it's saying is through this maturing process, right, because to align yourself to this whatever this first thing was, whatever your intention was for this question today. So um, to really align yourself into that energy and to have these two frequencies come together in a in the highest potential possible, you really have to, it's going to take all your energy, all your willpower to be okay in the community that surrounds you, being vulnerable and, and not fearing this shame component. Um, and so the goal for you would be to use your voice in a really intuitive way. So if you are yelling at me through the radio, like, how would I do this? How would I, you know, how do I avoid shame? How do I step more into my authentic self? What's the key here that's going to unlock this magic for me? It's all about your voice. Um, so we filter um, our, our authentic um, voice through our mind and our mental channels. And whenever we have an impulse, okay, go back to the husband and wife scenario, husband's doing something on repeat and continues to irk the wife. And now wife is looking at husband and keeps swallowing her words. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. I don't want to cause any trouble. And, um, and so, um, she's thinking about when she did say something, right? So she's filtering everything through her mind. She's choosing not to say something where in that moment she really wants to say something and create awareness for a perpetual situation that keeps happening. Yet um, the wife is filtering through her mental channels um, what happened in the past and how he reacted last time she said that or spoke her truth. And then she's predicting what the future outcome of speaking her truth is going to be and so she chooses to instead of speak the words and manifest a new cycle a new energy a new something to step into she chooses to swallow that and continue the repeat and she swallows it right into her solar plexus chakra which is the authentic self and which then buries us even deeper into this um into the windows that are blocking now all the light from coming in right so that authentic person is being buried um so this is saying intuitively speak what's coming through don't allow the mind to go into a past future um scenario again remember that tribe that was studied and deemed the happiest people on on earth at this moment in time they don't have any word any context for past or future they simply live and express in the present so this is the goal for you it's to live and express in the present and again it's saying that what you're doing in your timeline right now in this human aspect of yourself is going to get um 
there's it's calling for you to have tolerance on this um, to align these two frequencies these two things your human self and whatever that question was that you asked that purpose that that we're trying to align to to align these two things you're really going to have to have tolerance for not only yourself but but the um, energy that you're creating so by speaking our truth we can actually create and manifest situations for us that will be different and give us an opportunity to change and step up into a new energy and so um let's just see what what the future is going to hold for this so it's going to bring you so it's all about basically again aligning this um authentic self um with your purpose again and it's it's bringing you into a more clarity on yourself so in all of my um all the work i've done on myself over the years in in this wellness um this wellness energy i the one thing i have learned um as probably the most important thing in my path has been to really claim to figure out who you are authentically and then to claim it and live it day in and day out because if you're living your authentic self your authenticity day in and day out um, you will constantly create the situations um, the experiences that you need to keep yourself living an experiential joy-filled loving life Um, and again there's there's things that will happen that as a human we would say would maybe create awkwardness or we might lose close people to us because we're no longer vibrating at at a frequency remember the radio station when we change the station we have to go through a lot of static and and a lot of people aren't going to want to change that station and follow us through this path and so it's a natural thing that we remain and it's our goal is to stay in this kind of flow of life and um, and we try so hard to hold on to the known and the expected and you know the friends we've always had the partners we've always had we try so hard to put all these things um, in a box and keep them the same because the same means we know exactly what we're going to get from it and we try so hard to do that for ourselves yet as we are moving and changing and exploring ourselves in different ways. The the radio station is changing along with us and we have to go through some of that that disconnect, that fuzz to be able to find that new station. And so by constantly claiming and rechecking in with yourself, if you're somebody who can't answer um, these two questions, one would be, who are you authentically? If you had to label yourself with three authentic qualities right now, things that at your core you always are, you can self-identify with. Um, if you can't, if you can't do that really quickly and tell me exactly who you are authentically, you need to sit down and really reevaluate what's going on, what drives you, what the purpose is. You know, what do I want to experience? You know, these are these are big things. If you can have those guiding principles at your core, then life basically unfolds for you. And so, the future here, the future of all of this, the question that you asked is about gaining the wisdom of the authentic self. And so, it seems like whatever. Whatever, whatever, if we had to say the energy of the question you were asking, so, um, you know, if it was a relationship issue with husband, wife or whatever, if this is, this is the question that was on your mind or some, something about this, right. Um, then basically it's saying that 
whatever, however you phrase the question and however these two things you're trying to get to come more into harmony or to manifest more, to move into, to understand more. Um, basically, it's going to take you going through a bit of a um, self-actualizing process. It's going to take you to um, really start to evaluate where you are and what you're creating in this reality before these two energies can come more into alignment for you and, and, and create this new foundation in which you can grow from. And so again, the future, it's moving into more of wisdom filled awareness over who you are authentically, because when you can have that, um, nothing else really matters because when you have that, it's actually very easy to live in the present moment without having concern or question over past and future and it makes you happy and joy-filled and it gives you that numerical master number of 66 um so that is our present moment and i'm so happy that we were able to hit the present moment today um and so also in the present moment how exciting i'm just gonna throw a a fun shout out to um uh Ryan Rosencrantz, who's in, um, uh, he's in high school at University High School here in Cleveland, and um, he's down at Nationwide Arena in Columbus. Him and his hockey team, his university school hockey team, are down there and um, playing in. I think they're calling it like the Final Four freeze. How exciting to be at that moment, right? Of your of your high school sports career. So, just wanted to be in the present moment and send love to him and his team. Hopefully, they are the the champions by the end of today or tomorrow all right so moving into the future so what's to come so um exciting exciting presentations this week is so full i think we have um oh my gosh we have four presentations from today until next friday and then i think we have even two more um on like Friday and Sunday or something. So this week is so chocked full with amazing lectures, all free at Walden in Aurora, Ohio. Um, and so you're always welcome to attend. You can go to yourwalden.com and look at some of those um, lectures that are upcoming on our calendar and register there. Or if you're not within driving distance for any of these lectures, as always, um, around 48 hours after the lecture um, goes live, we um, upload everything to the YouTube channel. So make sure to su subscribe to the YouTube channel, Walden Wellness, and um, and everything will be there. And anything that piqued your interest, you can always go back and, and review. So um, on Sunday at 11 a.m. this Sunday, uh, which is what, two days, oh my goodness, um, on March 11th, we have, ooh, how interesting, March 11th at 11 a.m. on an 11 year. This is going to be probably a powerful, I'd say, very powerfully aligned um, lecture. So resilience to stress. And Dr. Timberlake is, um, she's a local, uh, she's a clinical psychologist. And um, she, I don't know, I'm going to guess she's been 
operating for over 20 years here in Ohio. Um, and she's actually going down to Florida in May, I think. She gets invited down to this huge energy psychology conference and like Tim Robbins and Anna Dayeth Judith, like so many huge speakers and, and presenters are down there and she gets asked to go down um, and present as well with all those amazing um, keynote speakers. And so um, she's just a, a brilliant light here to have and to have connected to our wellness program at Walden. Um, and so she's coming in and um, and again, her thing, she's kind of transitioned out of the typical clinical psychology and she's going into, uh, not going into, she's been doing this for probably her whole career, um, but more claiming the energy psychology space. And what this is, so I'll read the description of her class, but um, 10, it's 10 simple ways to increase resilience to stress. So again, um, when, and I'll give it to you in a physical way, energetically what's happening to the body, but when the body gets triggered by stress, we release cortisol, right? Um, which basically um, on a cellular level, it creates, um, the, we always want the body to be in coherence, right? So back to my, my present moment read, when the body's in coherence, when everything is operating in balance and harmony, um, we're clear channels and can stay in the present moment very easily. Um, what stress does is it actually um, makes all of the cells basically go into a state of chaos in the body. Um, and this is also what you don't have to just be in stress, but being around all of the electromagnetic frequency, this does this to our body as well and puts our body into a state of, um, or at least on a molecular structure, we go into more of chaos um, in in how things are interacting inside of the body. And so um, when we can start to learn practices that help us to stay in harmony and balance with our um I would say with our vibration, but a lot of people don't get that. So, um, with, um, so when things come into your, into your reality that would typically trigger you into any kind of, uh, lower vibration emotion, like a fear, anxiety, jealousy, stress, um, concern, confusion, any of these lower vibration things. Um, so if anything comes into your life and can trigger you like that and take you out of being calm, in balance, harmonized, or feeling feeling relaxed inside your own body if you get triggered a lot. And this is a really important thing to learn how and learn easy steps, how to keep yourself in um, a place that's, that's connected, in coherence, and relaxed. Because in those states, you have the ability to gain perspective over every situation so you're not triggered into a lower frequency, a lower vibration, and then aligning yourself to a lower vibrational outcome, which means, you know, when we're triggered into jealousy and then we erupt at our significant other because we're jealous, um, we then create a pattern or we create an experience that then is held within that 
lower frequency, if we can um, move into that through coherence with ourselves and have a different attachment to the emotion, um, we can make choices that are in greater perspective. We can see kind of the totality of the situation and make and make better choices for ourselves so we're not constantly living at the whims not only of our emotions but also the cycles and the patterns um, that those emotions can create and keep us trapped in these very um, my fingers are going in circles in front of me just these uh, kind of loops uh, oodle loops <laughs> the, the, uh, over and over and over we do the same thing and have the same interactions with people and have the same experiences and outcomes so we want to get out of that and to get out of that you have to be and be able to find that coherence that calmness within yourself so you can see maybe a different path to take than um, something that is triggered by a, a lower vibration all of that she's going to give you all of that on sunday at 11 that's dr holly timberlake um and so on monday we have julie gable who's uh, monday at 10 a.m she's going to be doing a lecture on chakras and energy and julie is such a beautiful light um she started out with us um, as a yoga teacher and just has evolved and gone through so many um, so many cycles of root to crown and crown back down to root again um, and she knows the chakra channel and she knows how to live um, kind of through the density and then the high vibration and so she's really a beautiful teacher and, and connected teacher she can really um, get in with you and and help you understand how you're living kind of through these different cycles and patterns um, through an energetic system and an energetic viewpoint so you can see maybe how and where you are right now and where you're going, where you've came from and understand that all through um, energy. And on Wednesday, Wednesday the 14th of March, uh, 145, we have Sean Sterling, um, who's... uh, he owns his own um, fitness facility and he himself is a big yogi and Tai Chi Qigong master and studied different, um, oh gosh, uh, what do I want to say? What are those? Uh, I'm not sure what the, um, goodness, um, like karate and all the oriental um, style energy-based practices. There we go. Um, And so he's doing a lecture called Body Mind Programming. And so he has a really, really beautiful way to take a very Western because he is very much so into fitness and he owns his own fitness um, uh, business and, um, and works people through a very physical reality and changing their physical bodies. But he also is very ingrained into the Eastern based practices. So he has a really great approach at getting people connected, left brain, right brain, and um, and being able to kind of, again, use that Eastern philosophy and technique to help move energy that then shifts the physical reality. And so um, he'll be talking about that on Wednesday at 1.45 p.m. And, um, and always check our calendar too if you are going to try and come live um, just because as I say his lecture, I know he's been having some, um, his father's um, uh, been a bit sick and so he's been 
uh, canceling every other week just to take care of his um, parent. But um, so check our our calendar for the most updated information if you are planning on coming live. Otherwise, always uh, just go right onto YouTube and you can watch these videos um, as recorded from the lectures. And then finally on 315, on March 15th, on Thursday at 12 noon. This is interesting. These are all um, afternoon classes. We usually have 6 p.m. classes, but all these are afternoons. So at 12 on Thursday, the 15th, we have Barry Rosencrans, who is a, um, she's a nutritionist um, and worked for a lot of our um our hospitals out here in the Cleveland area. And she's teaching a class on delicious and nutritious Mediterranean diet. So it's all about knowing, um, you know, when people talk about um, eating kind of this more plant-based Mediterranean diet, what that means, what that does for you, um, and how that's going to change and shift everything that's going on um, for you. So those are the great... um, the great lectures that we have coming up. And so next Friday, I will definitely go into, um, I'll be going into a recap of, of probably not all of that because that would take the entire show unless I'm not feeling very present next Friday. Um, but we have some really interesting things coming to um where at the end of the month, not the end of the month, the 23rd, 24th, we have the Equinox coming and some friends and I are going to be going down to uh, Serpent's Mound, which is down towards um, the bottom, south of Ohio and um, at Serpent's Mound, which is this beautiful, ancient, preserved, uh, I think it's a national park now or it's a part of the national uh, or the park system in Cleveland but um, it's a protected area but it's uh, mounds that were built by the natives and um, and it's built in this amazing snake um, it's an effigy that's built in this it looks like a snake and it has the head of the snake and then the curves and the coils you can look it up on Google and um, it's aligned to the different um, solstice the sunrise sunset um, and so just a beautiful place and they um, have a lot of the different native um, native people come from all over and they do a big, I think it's called the spring seed water ceremony and it's just filled, There's, it's I think three days long and it's filled with just so much beautiful um, energy and, um, and the native leaders come and teach um, teach and lead and, and there's just so much going on from traditional dance and, and sharing of the food and stories and, um, and it's just beautiful and it's free to attend. They just ask that you um, donate or help where you can, whether it's time or energy or monetary, whatever you can do. Um, but it's a really beautiful uh, time and it'll actually be my first time but I know a lot of people who have gone and so I'm really excited I love going down to Serpent's Mound and enjoying that energy down there so um, it's going to be great and I can't wait to have maybe some of the people some of our wellness leaders are going to be going with me so it'll be fun to go and um, maybe have some of them back in studio with us after um, what's that Friday whatever that last Friday um, in March is, and we can have a recap and just 
kind of go over some of the fun energy that was experienced. But thank you so much again for uh, being with me for the wellness hour today. And I look forward to having you next week. Um, And we'll recap then. So sending everybody off with light and love. If you're looking to discover more or need a recap of today's show, subscribe to the Wellness Walden YouTube channel or go to www.yourwalden.com to access the latest content and videos from this show and more. The Wellness Hour with Genesee on Karma Radio every Friday at 11 a.m.